welcome back. I'm hoping you were able to spend some time with your memory journal working on your assignment. Even this early in the process, I think you would have to agree that you have stories. Just a quick review from last time. We now have our journals to work with. This will be our capture method for our source material as we keep going deeper into our stories. Your assignment was to page through your notebook and jot down key events. Everything goes onto the timeline in the notebook. The title of this episode is 20,000 Feet. I want you to imagine for a moment that we are up flying in a hot air balloon, looking down on your life. We are really up there, 20,000 feet. From this vantage point, we can easily make out the large things. Weddings, births, death, jobs, graduations, victories, losses, large purchases, such as vehicles and homes. Today we're going to start to focus in a little bit tighter on the events of our lives. Let's bring it from 20,000 feet down to 10,000 feet. We're not going to be looking at your entire life now. By tightening up our field of view, it gives the mind an opportunity to relax and work on a smaller chunk of time. Now, I've already spent some time working on this. When I started out, I was looking at a four or five year block of time. I found out real fast that that was way too much time to be looking at. I ended up backing off down to a single year, and that seemed to work for me. I want to encourage you to give it a try, and maybe a couple years will work for you. It doesn't really matter where you start. Although it might be good to go back to one of those pages in your journal that kind of sparked your interest. Here is a list of possible starting points. These are in no particular order. Your first job. Your college years. The start of a hobby. Military service. Adventures you may have had. Birth of a child. Your childhood. Playing organized sports. Grade school other jobs you may have had, dating and marriage, and depending on your age, what retirement is like. Now that should be enough to get you started. Find a place in time in your memory journal and let's just see what shows up. Pause the podcast and give this a try. When you feel like you've done your best, come back and we'll talk this over. Welcome back. How did that go for you? I found it to be very interesting. I didn't talk much about this, but the second part of your last assignment was to document random memories as they came to mind. As I was doing this exercise, it got real interesting real quick. I decided to look back at 1973. So many things came to mind I had a hard time keeping up with all of them. Sporting events, choir concerts, marching band, plays, 
good classes, bad classes, lots of friends and classmates came to mind, teachers, and people I haven't thought about for decades. Now, I have been writing in my journal. On the page marked 1973, there it was, a three-word note that I had jotted down on my first pass through the journal. Started a band. What I ran into is a great example of random memories. Let me try to explain it with that story. Back in 1973, a couple of friends and I started singing together. Now, we were all in choir together, so that made sense. Now, this was way back in our high school days. We were not a rock band, which would have made sense. We could have been the next America or the Doobie Brothers. We decided to go with a lesser-known style of music. With the addition of a few more relatives, a cousin, and another brother, we had formed a bluegrass band. Now, for those of you not familiar with bluegrass, the instrumentation is a banjo, guitar, mandolin, fiddle, and a bass. By the time I was a senior in high school, the other guys in the band had graduated and were off to college. Our music skills improved. At that point, we had a music catalog of about four songs. We loved the music, but something was missing. High school was one thing, but we were taking our four songs onto the college circuit, so we needed a great name. After much deliberation, we came up with the Cripple Finger Bluegrass Band. Now, our girlfriends, who all eventually became our wives, were never really sold on that name. Over the years, we won talent contests. We performed in bluegrass festivals. We did the county fair circuit. We were featured on several TV and news programs. We had the privilege to share the stage with Garrison Keeler. Along the way, the name changed to the Crow River String Band, to the delight of our wives. After all this time, we've even had several of our kids perform on stage with us. And we now have a pretty large group of grandchildren in our audience. I'm proud to say after 45 plus years, we are still performing together. Now, this is just between you and me. And I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but the other guys in the band look a lot older than they did when we started. Now, I got a little off into the weeds with that, so let's get back to the subject of random memories. Just that one note on that 1973 page in my journal, I was off to the races. I burned through a lot of post-it notes. The more I thought about the band, the more things came to mind. And those colored post-it notes were spread all over the years throughout the journal. I did the best I could. I got him in the ballpark, and that's good enough. Just a little side note on that. Over the years, my friend Lanny and his wife Nancy have been the unofficial historians of the band. When we get some time to sit down together, I plan to tap into that big pile of memories. 
I want to encourage you to make this journal your own. I was a little strict in the beginning, but you know, you've done this enough now, so craft it to work best for you. Different colored post-it notes can come in handy when you're going along. Let me give you some examples. Yellow notes could be for events. Blue notes could be for people. Green notes can be hobbies. If you have a band, use gold post-it notes for that. Okay, your assignment. Pick another year to focus on and give this another try. The list I gave you earlier was only to get you started. Whatever is currently standing out for you right now is probably a good place to start in your journal. As I stated in previous episodes, we're going through this together. I'm working on these exercises just like you. I have two big warnings for you at this point. The first one, do not do this before you go to bed. Again, I learned this the hard way. I spent about 15 minutes working in the notebook in bed. The lights went out, but my head kept going. I was awake for almost two hours before those memories settled down enough that I could get to sleep. I think I mentioned this one before, but your second warning is to not spend too much time each day working on this. You need to let your mind and your memories work on this away from the notebook. Let your mind work at its own pace and don't push too hard. Okay, that's it for now. Good luck. Have fun with this. And we will see you next time on You Have Stories.